Welcome to ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers with your host, Peggy Smedley. This is ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. I'm your host, Peggy Smedley. Our first guest is an architect expert in digital and robotic fabrication. He works as a researcher, teacher, and project manager in R&D. He studied architecture and engineering and is a multidisciplinary designer. Please welcome Alexandra Dubur, Additive Manufacturing Expert, Institute for Advanced Architecture of Catalonia. Alexandra, Hello. welcome Thank to the you show. Thank you very much for inviting me. Well, we're delighted to have you. So I'm glad that we've got some good sound right now. So let's talk about where do you think this future of construction is going? Because there's a lot of exciting things happening right now. Yes, it's quite impressive to see that technology is growing and changing our and shaping our world so a lot of things are changing in construction slowly um, not at the same pace as uh, mobiles or cars but soon enough we will see it happening in architecture and buildings and infrastructures one of the key aspects that we clearly see now is that the digital design is evolving and soon enough, we imagine that manufacturing and the way we build our architectures will also change. We imagine digital fabrication and robotic fabrications to follow the digital design evolutions that we can see in architecture. So, we can so imagine that's that what that... Yes, go, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead, because I was going to ask the question, as it's changing, the role of manufacturing design, our architect's role is changing with that as you're talking. Yes, exactly. Both of them are evolving and quite interestingly, architects are pushing more and more to see this digital manufacturing happen off-site in prefabrication but also on-site. This is something interesting as well that studently architects have to manage much more complex buildings. There's more and more um, um, expectative on the building to be efficient, energetically speaking, still a nice place to live with comfortable natural light much more um, calculation going on to optimize how the light will affect our daily life, how we can have a comfortable place without um, uh, using heaters or AC. Um, so there's quite a, a good complexity to be managed by architects. At the same time, we are able to coordinate quite a multidisciplinary team, quite a difficult one, and all this towards an habitat that is able to face the challenge um, of our century. So, quite a lot of missions for the architect, certainly. Will there be this more collaborative that you just described between contractors and the construction industry and the architect than ever to them before because we have this digital design that we're talking about? Because we've kind of had these islands somewhat of automation or communication. Now, do you see much more of that collaboration with the architect and you know, the subs and the GCs working together now in the way we build this digital community that you just described? Yes, and actually uh, it comes from a need. It's actually really needed to be able to coordinate and to have a better communication between all these uh, stakeholders. We have to um, be able to reduce a bit the cost of um, with the clever design and clever management. We have to avoid errors. Um, but also we have the technology that evolved with this. No? Um, I don't know if you heard about, but a lot of fuse is happening around the BIM building, so building information modeling. That is this kind of huge 
file that contains all the information of the building that are interesting for the architect, as much as the engineer, the contractors, and even the final user. So we try, and there's more and more evolutions on trying to merge everything together in one common platform that will allow everyone to communicate in a clever way. So talk about what the Institute for Advanced Architecture of Catalonia, the IAAC, is doing right now in, in, in kind of advancing BIM that you described? Because we talk a lot about BIM. Are there things that you're doing in, in your institute right now that's involving that and advanced technologies? What, what are you all doing right now? IAC <laughs> um, is, um, uh, is a um, project that was born 20 years ago uh, with a clear idea of advancing uh, what could be architecture. So kind of a research on a short-term uh, future thinking in five years what could be needed, in 10, in 20 years, and trying to see what could be possible. For example, 3D printing was something that uh, we pushed a lot uh, inside um, our space in Barcelona, and 15 years ago, people were taking us for crazy people. Nowadays, it happens that 3D printing is quite common. Every kid can buy a 3D printer from uh, Walmart or, when, uh, or a supermarket close by. Um, soon enough, we imagine that this will happen also in construction, and this is the kind of thing that we're exploring now. The liberty of shapes that we can design, the complexity that we can suddenly handle, um, and also the specific needs of um, a design for 3D printing uh, of a construction are quite challenging ones. So quite a bit of research I've done on additive manufacturing, so that was the name of 3D printing, in constructions. Actually, some of these uh, projects that we are working on will be exposed um, at this Conexpo um, uh, show uh, in March. So are there, as you just described, are the challenges being overcome in the build environment, or we still have many that have to be, and that's what you're working on, to try to figure out how do we <laughs> overcome some of these challenges? There's still a lot. Uh, we just understood that now we have the technology to um, uh, explore this element, so it's kind of a, a big change happening. Suddenly, uh, new doors are opened, but we haven't solved the problem yet. We clearly see that the potential, we hope that part of the construction will start to be more optimized uh, with more digital technology on board. Um, but like any technology is promising, it might have its own issue. We believe there's a good future for that, but we haven't solved yet the problem uh, of our century. There's still a lot to do to reduce our carbon footprint, uh, a lot to do for making the, cheap, the house more affordable, that everyone can uh, live in it, and solve some biggest problems of density into the city and how we can all live so tight together in a comfortable place. Alexandra, do you think by showing these things, like what you're going to do at ConExpo ConAg in March, that'll help get the construction industry to see where we've come from to where we can be has really changed. And that's where the excitement of construction really evolves is that we've overcome a lot of things and we still have many to still overcome, but that we've really evolved in construction. Exactly. Um, it's something that we've seen in the past uh, years in other industry like automotive industry or air specials. And we can see that these technologies that we're trying to push now in construction have changed totally how they design and build and actually use these um, elements before. Um, but now we can reduce quite dramatically the power consumption of a plane. We can design it better, more complex, more lightweight. The same will happen with construction. And what we're bringing on the show is actually technologies that show that there is potential in this uh, additive manufacturing uh, um, and 3D printing technology. 
Interesting enough, um, the scale of architecture and the materials are also putting on the table different questions that the needs of automotive. So we need more specific answers. For example, one of the projects of IAC um, that is called Mini Builders is actually small autonomous robots that are able to print a large scale object much bigger than the size, meaning that you don't need any more huge machinery where the print is happening inside, but the small element can move into um, a building um, uh, construction site and being able to add the walls and print on top of it. So it's quite an interesting move into robotics. Another project that is called Pylos um, looked at um, additive manufacturing with only natural materials. We're looking at the soil-based materials that we could collect directly on site, so we don't need anymore to transport any cement or any bricks. We could eventually take the mud that we can find on site and print directly with this. With really a little bit of additives inside, we succeed to have something that is strong enough to be a construction, not as strong as cement, but still we could dramatically drop the cost of a building and dramatically drop the impact, environmental impact of such a building. So quite a lot of potential within this, um, um, in this technology. Do you think we'll be able to build bridges and things like this with 3D printing? I know that you just did a 3D printed pedestrian bridge, but do you think over time we'll have bridges and things like this that cars will be going over and things that we'll be able to do? Exactly. This is something that um, we're slowly getting in now. Um, we actually have the technologies that start to be developed. Um, it takes time in the world of uh, construction and industry because we have to be sure that it can uh, survive for many years, sometimes we're speaking about centuries. Um, so the technology being quite recent and the um, object we're trying to do have to survive quite a long time, it's difficult to change the market so quickly. But we clearly know that in a short future it will happen, that most of the buildings will have digital parts fabricated with this technology. That the whole building is 3D printed is still questionable. It's a certain technology that have advantages on complex shapes, and therefore when we have complex shapes or complex needs, it makes a lot of sense. It's not sure yet that all the construction will be done uh, with this technology, as the same that today's a car is not done all uh, by robotic fabrication, but there's still some people working around it, some parts that are made of plastic, some of metal. We don't change everything into carbon fibers and complex things. So I think that technology can answer certain needs and hopefully benefits to the whole um, packet. Alexandra, thank you. Now, you said everybody can come see you at the Tech Experience, uh, March 7th through 11th. Uh, we want to thank you yes. for being with us. And is there any, anything last that you want our listeners to know about EAC? Creek, we've got about 30 seconds. <laughs> yes. Uh, but we are located in Barcelona, so if any of you is interested to visit us, we have quite a lot of open days, and we're open to show most of this technology. Um, and our goal is to train more people, designers and architects, to go towards these futures. We don't believe that the world will be changed by machines, but by people, and we need more clever people around us. Well, thank you so much for being with us, and we look forward to seeing you in a few weeks. And ConExpo, ConAg, thank you so much. All right, listeners, stick around. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right, we've got more coming right here. We'll be talking with Reagan Wynn from Communications Director at DACRI. So stick around. This is ConExpo ConAg Radio brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. If it's new, it's here.
Imagine what's next for the future of the construction industry. 3D printing, robotics, roadways that heal, autonomous vehicles, holograms, augmented reality. Step into the new tech experience at Con Expo Con Ag and revolutionize how you think about infrastructure, the future job site, and the skills needed for tomorrow's workforce. Just one part of North America's largest construction show. Attend Con Expo Con Ag March 7th through 11th in Las Vegas. If it's new, it's here. Hi, this is Rob Barnett, CM founder of VinVillage.com and the Wine and Dine Show on VinVillage Radio. Do you have a wine, event, product, or service to promote? Then contact VinVillage.com to reach thousands of wine lovers across the country. VinVillage connects like-minded wine enthusiasts with unique and exclusive wines, events, products, and services. To learn more, contact us on VinVillage.com. VinVillage is where wine lovers connect. Identity theft costs over $20 billion a year. When was the last time you changed all of your passwords? Don't be a victim. The nonprofit Securing Our E-City Foundation is here to support you. They serve individuals, families, seniors, businesses, and nonprofits throughout San Diego, helping to make a safer cyber experience for all. For more information, visit securingourecity.org or call 619-630-2444. You were born to do one amazing thing, but most people spend a lifetime trying to identify what it is. If you're at a job you don't like or are unemployed, if you're in a state of transition or just can't shake that nagging feeling that you were meant and made to do something extraordinary, the Reinvention Workshop is exactly what you need. Led by award-winning self-help author Steve Ulcher, the Reinvention Workshop will forever change your life. The Reinvention Workshop takes you step-by-step through Steve's proven formula that has helped so many get on the right path and be clear about what they were born to do. Take the first step for realizing the life you deserve and desire by visiting TheReinventionWorkshop.com today. No more delays, no more denial. Reconnect with your true self. Learn to live with purpose and conviction and become who you were born to be. The world is waiting for you. What are you waiting for? Log on to TheReinventionWorkshop.com. That's TheReinventionWorkshop.com. Come join over 130,000 construction industry professionals in March 2017. ConExpo ConAg 2017 is North America's largest construction show. Explore over 2.5 million square feet and imagine what's next with over 2,500 exhibitors. Get the details at ConExpoConAg.com slash future and join us as we take this to the next level. 